Leafs Nation, we're back here for another episode for you guys. Episode number 85 of Leafs Talk. Um, it was a rocky game one, but game two has finished and it's concluded. We are here to cover game two. The Leafs even up the series with a huge win over the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Leafs win this game and it, it was just dominating effort. But you guys know before we break it down, we are joined with my dad today. And dad, how are you on this Great Friday, I think, for all of Toronto. It's just a nice and relaxing Friday after that uh, big beatdown that the Leafs put down last night. Uh, you know what? Uh, peace has been restored, as I can yeah. say. Um, my phone battery uh, is uh, is full because uh, there was no messages from all the haters coming in from after the game one. Uh, you know, it was a, it's a great day. It was a great game. Uh, yeah, let's go. Yeah, and and like you know, we we stressed enough that you know, Sheldon, you need to start your stars. You need to start your first line, and and I think it was around six thirty, six forty five. It got put out that these three are going to start. It was Matthews, it was Marner, it was Yarncroke, and it's the simplest thing. You can't overthink it. You're letting John Cooper mess with you, mess with your mind. You can't overthink it. And it also got confirmed that Victor Hedman would not be playing now. With that being said, this is no excuses. You got to go into this game and win. And this is a game that the Leafs should go into it. Dominate. Absolutely dominate. Put on a display that, you know what? We don't care what happened in game one. We're here. We're ready. We're ready to fight. We're ready to scratch and claw and do whatever it takes. And they did that. And, you know, with 40-something seconds in, they draw a penalty. They get an early power play. And it's Marner, five-hole slap shot. The Leafs are up 1-0, 47 seconds in. Um, and then shortly later, Matthew Nyes, you know, it, it didn't like, again, you know, I, I don't want to complain about fish eating, but it was a weak call again. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that that wasn't a hooking, but you know, he looked like he was good, but, um, on that power play, I think we were discussing too, dad, that the Tampa Bay lightning had Justin Hall was making some crazy blocks. You know, Samsonov was making a lot of crazy saves and obviously, um, the, the Leafs get another penalty, whereas McCabe, this, this was a good penalty call because I don't know why McCabe is punching Perry in the face right after a, a whistle gets blown, but whatever that being said, um, John Tavares ties, uh, sorry, makes it 2-0, and then William Nylander makes it 3-0 on a 6-on-5, a delayed penalty call. The Leafs go up, um, and they're heading into the period with a lot of confidence, and I just want to get your thoughts on that whole first period that you know the Leafs came out the shots obviously were close. Yeah, the shots were close, but you can't argue that the Leafs didn't come out ready to start on time, and and they were just firing all cylinders to start that game and, fe- and feeding off the crowd energy too. I can't leave that up, that part out. Yeah, you know what? Uh, he finally uh, did the right thing by uh, you know starting with Matthews Marner because uh, as you said, you know there's so much energy at the beginning of the game from the crowd yeah. um, that you know you've got to send these guys out there. And uh, and it showed, uh, and you know, and uh, so just 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 from the first shift onwards, you know, everybody's pumped. Uh, um, you know, the second guys go out, so it's just it's just sort of a rippling effect um, on the rest of the team. And um, yeah, we know. Look, nice. It, it, it was it was a weak call, but that's yep. you know his fourth, fifth game, whatever. He's a you know basically like a rookie call. He's gonna get those called against him. Unfortunately, that's just the nature of the game, uh, and and then the thinking of the officials. Uh, so uh, I'm glad uh, you know that uh, they didn't score on that one because you know it would have done uh, 
some damage to his confidence. Uh, but uh, he had a he had a, uh, an amazing amazing game. Uh, I think we discussed a few weeks that we would have loved to see him, you know, start right off the bat. Uh, then, you know, to get in with the unfortunate uh, incident with, um, you know, bunting. But, um, you know, it was good to see him out there and, and, and the guys were firing on all cylinders. Yeah, and completely opposite of game one. You know, game one, there was a lot of boos. And, and at the end of the first period for this one, for game uh, two, standing ovation, cheers, everyone was fired up. Riley had all three primary assists on those three goals. We thought that he broke the record of five assists. He did not. He got four. Uh, but the Leafs go into this 3-0. And I thought that they started off the second period, again, a lot of domination. I think there's two crazy saves that Vasilevsky made. I believe one was on Kerfoot and the other was on maybe Achari. Uh, but our Achari will we'll break down that third line in a bit. But they were, on, they were firing all cylinders. And then Justin Hole, you know, a weird possession where he just... I don't know what he was trying to do. Like he 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 tried to drive the puck down deep, um, and then Tampa gets the puck back, and Ian Cole gets a goal there. It's three one, and people are like, "Cue the comebacks, here we go." But what do the Leafs do? A beautiful play by Morgan Riley. JT gets on that rebound, puts the puck in backhand. Leafs go back up four one, and after there that you know it, it was just utter domination again by the Leafs. They didn't stop. Um, I thought that you know. After that 3-1, I think people thought that, okay, maybe, you know, they're back in it. You probably think that Tampa Bay wants to get that next goal and, and build some momentum. But the fourth line, you know, Keith talked about it. He wasn't too happy with the bottom six. And the fourth line gets a nice, greasy, playoff-style goal. And um, they they go up 4-1 and 5-1 there. And it, it was just complete, complete goals, goals, goals. Marner gets another goal, 6-1 Toronto. A great save by you know Samsonov, and then obviously um, before we get into that that third period, let's talk about the core five. You know, a lot of people were talking about overpay all the time. These guys are overpaid, this and that. You got to show up. How can you not start on time? And we were talking about it too. But in that game, Riley four assists. Tavares got his first career playoff hat trick. Marner two goals and one assist. Nylander a goal and assist. Matthews, two assists, 14 points total. Um, just domination by that core five. I want to get your thoughts, Dad, on the core five. Just dominating because this is a game that, you know, everyone's like, oh, I love the Leafs depth. I love the Leafs depth. Well, they totally forget about these guys who have been there. They're the ones that are going to probably get majority of the points every single season, every single game. And they really, really dominated this game. Yeah, you know, and, and one of the most important thing is that um, you know, when you look at Austin Matthews, um, you know, he's he got the two assists, all the other guys are scoring around him. You know, he hasn't really broken out as far as scoring goals, but he's the first guy back, you know, um, as you see game in and out. And I think we discussed it over the season that he's in here with a different mindset. And uh, you know what? He, he's got a purpose and, and he continues to do that. And, uh, just imagine, you know, next game if he breaks out along with these guys, yeah. and 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 you know, so what these guys can do, um, I think, you know, it just uh, it's it's a nice game for these guys when they, you know, like those bickerings about salary, about oh, okay, they can't get it done. It's just really nice to see them gelling, having a good time, and they know, uh, you know, they're faster, they're better, they're younger um, than Tampa. And uh, with a series like this, with so many hits, so much going on after every play, 
these are Knicks, you know, and all that will, you know, come into factor with the older guys. Um, and, um, you know, what uh, they, they, they proved that, you know, they're worth every dollar. Uh, as you said, 14 points. That's <laughs> you know you can't ask you anything more. That's just that's just unbelievable. Uh, and you know you you add in O'Reilly's assist as well. That's 15 points from you know the, these are our main guys right now. Uh, I think 10 out of the out of the 19 players had had points yesterday. So it was yeah. uh, it was a you know team effort and uh, you know it was yeah. just a great 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 second period. And scoring seven goals on a guy like Vasilevsky, like this is a very great bounce back win. Um, Riley tied the franchise record among defensemen with four points in a playoff game. Um, so he was playoff Morgan Riley. You know, I, I always talked about it that you know the playoffs. He he shows up. He scored in Game Seven last year. I don't know how that's passed up on. He scored. He's great in the playoffs. I hope they carry that momentum into Game Three. But this third line, I, I want to talk about this, and then we'll get to that that third period. But this third line, wow. Nyes, O'Reilly, and Achari. They outshot Tampa 9-1 to and out-attempted Tampa 11-1 to to, through two periods, a tweet from Luke Fox. Like, when they, like Matthew Nyes, oh my gosh. Like, this guy is in this man. Like, it doesn't even look like this is his fourth line, their fourth game. Like that one play where I, you talked about it too, Dad, the, the little spin, the little turn, he drives right in front of net, tried to get, you know, maybe I thought he would try to get to his backhand. He didn't, but it was like a toe drag. He shot out on his forehand and he almost scored. And O'Reilly almost scored too at the very end of the game, that backhand, uh, he just didn't get the puck up enough, but he would have had him beat, but Vasi had his pad there. But this third line was on fire. Like these guys were Achari rocking people with hits. He's hitting people. He had a breakaway, a little, a little breakaway chance there too. And I thought that Nice, wow, like, okay, you know, he gets that penalty call on the five on three at the end. I, I mean, yeah, I guess, it, I guess, you know, he whacked his stick away. But the first one on him, I don't think that was a penalty, but he was a great player. And I really wish he didn't get that penalty on the end. I would have liked him to see, you know, get get a goal at the end, get him that first career goal. That would have been amazing. I think the boys would have been pumped for game three. But your thoughts on that third line, like this is one of the best third lines I've seen in a game like they were dominating it was just any you wanted them to be on the ice like i wanted to see them more on the ice than matthews i'm just like i love watching this these guys play because they're just dominating dominating and beating up on tampa bay your thoughts nice o'reilly achari what a line you know i think prior to him even joining the least we were kind of following his uh college games i think we watched a few even uh, you can just tell that uh, he was uh, above and beyond better than anybody that was on that ice. Uh, and, you know, he, he, that he was NHL ready and he's proven that we uh, here. And then what better luck to have than to have someone like Ryan O'Reilly yeah. who's, who's been there, who's done that, just to sort of walk you through it, to calm you, you know, in case, you know, the nerves or anything like that. So he's, he's, he's a lucky guy. Um to have you know to be on that line and these guys just uh every shift you know it, normally you, you you look at the uh, the other uh, you know two lines and then you're okay put them back on but yeah you're right you know you want to see these guys out there uh yeah. honestly i, I they, yeah they could have had two goals that line could have had two goals uh but uh i think that's going to be our advantage where We've um, we've got basically three top lines right now that are that are firing, and if you look at Tampa, 
I think maybe they've got two, but they've got two that I think are both top lines are still better than their two, yeah. uh, one and two lines. So, uh, and then the third is, you know, they're way above and beyond better than, than their third, third line. So uh, it was, it was a great, great um, performance by these guys. And uh, I just wish that um, one of them, ha- you know, had put, put one away and yeah. uh, it would have been because uh, they really deserved it the way they played. Yeah, and it's definitely going to carry on to the road. You know, that, that that beautiful Florida weather, a time away from the Toronto media. Expect these guys to be very, very good again in games three and four. But this is it. You know, this is what I wanted to save. Best for last, the third period of roughly around 11 and a half minutes to go, 11 and a half minutes to go in the third. It started with a Shen and Janot fight. You know, Janot was trying to pick it. You know, first off, you know how they're going to play. They're down 6-1 in the third period. You know exactly what they're going to be doing. Build that momentum for that third game. Get some fights, some cheap hits. They're going to do that. Janot and, and wow, that fight was insane. Like, Shen was bleeding from his forehead. You saw Janot's knuckles and hands. Like, these guys got into it. And it was a great fight. And then as Janot is, in is in the penalty box, a fan is seemingly getting into it with him as well to the point that Zach Bogosian is trying to fight him too. And I, I believe that what happened was he was trying to climb on the glass and, and taunt him. I don't think this this fan would definitely try to fight this man because I'm sorry, I know you're a Leafs fan. You're not beating up Tanner Janot or Zach Bogosian. But nonetheless, I get it. You know, he shouldn't have done that, what he did. But I thought it was just hilarious seeing what was going down. These guys were getting into fights with fans. You saw Maroon, you know, he was smiling on the bench. He, he, he held a stick out, tapping O'Reilly's glove. O'Reilly did not turn. He didn't look at him. I love that from O'Reilly. Shortly later, Corey Perry scores on a weird goal. You know, I thought, okay, Samsonov should have had that. The first goal, I don't put on Samsonov. But um, that that was just a goal that, you know, I, I didn't agree with what Samsonov did there. The slider cross, okay, fine. Um, and then Justin Hole fights Perry. Maroon, like literally Maroon just cross-checks Giordano in the neck. As he's falling, and then that's a penalty. How is that not a fine like or anything? He clearly cross-checked him, and then they eventually ejected Maroon and ejected Perry. A lot of Perry sucks chance, but Leafs fans, I get it. We hate Perry, but Kucherov deserves equally amount as the booze because this is the most dirtiest player in the league. He's literally slashing, hitting people as, as he goes by. No calls, no nothing. I think he hit Tavares or Nylander too, Dad. You pointed out in, in one of the plays when the puck was deep in, in, in the leave zone. He's just such a dirty player and he gets away with it because he's very skilled. But he is one of the most dirtiest players. And this is why he's also dirty. He whacked Samsonov's stick away, which how was he allowed to do that? Like, they're just getting away with... Clear, like, I get, I get it. It's 6-1, 6-2, whatever it was at the time. You're not going to call penalties, but... Like, this is ridiculous that these what these guys are doing. You expected them to do it, and they did it. But your thoughts on, you know, just Kucherov, Perry, Maroons, antics, and those crazy fights that we witnessed in the third period? Look, you know, Kucherov, because as you said, he's so skilled, uh, gets away with a lot. But again, you know, that's what's wrong with the NHL officiating. You know, uh, you, you've got to call those. You know, you, yeah. you can really hurt somebody. You knock the goalie stick out. That's got to be called. Like, you know, it's it's it was right there. You know, the referees are there. Um, and because he gets away with it, you know, he keeps doing it. You yeah. know, you, you call a penalty maybe in the second period when the when maybe when it's 3-1 or whatever it is, and he, he takes a penalty, I, I, I bet you he stops. But because he knows he, he gets away with it, 
you know, he continues to do that. I think, you know, some somebody needs to go after him a little bit too. Um, but I think these guys have made up their mind that they're just going to play disciplined hockey. Uh, if they're going to take these cheap shots, they're just going to turn the other way, as you said, with Riley not even, you know, flinching with the, with the, yeah. with, the with the stick for, <laughs> from Maroon. Um, and, and, you know, there, there's some unwritten rules in hockey. Now it's 6-1. When, when Genoa wanted to fight Shen, he said it's 6-1. There's no point. Like, you know, so usually guys that are, have, have some sort of class will, will walk away and say, okay. Yep. But he still kept on going after yep. him and kind of, you know, you know, forced him to fight. And, um, and near the end of his shift too, where he's tired. Uh, so it's just a, you know, classless move by these guys and, and uh, you know, what momentum are you really building uh, when, you know, you're, you know, you're actually setting a bad example. Uh, you know, you're looking like a classless bunch of guys at the end with Perry and all these guys uh, just, just, you know, and, and, but the, the most important part is our guys did not flinch. Yeah. They just still went out and they did their part, did not, you know, go after retaliate, anything like that. And, and you know, going, if they think they're building momentum and, you know, for the fans, it's going to be a 50-50 split in Tampa uh, with the Leaf fans. Yeah. So you really, you know, it, so it's not really that, you know, you're it's, it's, a, it's a total home game for them. And, um, uh, yeah, so it, it was just, it's too many things were gone wrong and and yep um i think uh you know the, the, the referees got to call a few more i mean they did you know by sending a 10 minutes this that sending the room right. early was like five six minutes to go yeah. was was something the only thing i think they did right because uh, i think it would have gotten a little bit worse at the end with these guys because they were just you know just wanted to cause trouble and, yeah. and uh, maybe injure somebody last minute and and you know some sort of advantage like that yeah so perry got the five for fighting two for roughing Hole got the five for fighting, two for roughing, two for slashing Maroon. Leafs got that power play. And then Nick Paul got a puck over the glass. Tavares gets um gets his hat trick there too. The hats are pouring down. Um, and then Maroon, like just Nylander doesn't even have the puck. He just hits he just hits uh Maroon just hits Nylander. Like he didn't even have the puck. He just hits him. Like, I get it. I know what you're trying to do, but this is ridiculous. Like, these guys don't even have the puck. Like, okay, maybe you don't want to play your stars, but hey, you know what? Nylander got right back up. He didn't look hurt or anything. There he goes. He gets sent out. And then literally, I don't know what Ian Cole was thinking, but he literally just grabbed the, the pucks. The Leafs are trying to, you know, get a cycle on the power play, whatever, 20 seconds in. And he just grabbed the puck, closed his hands, and just threw the puck back. And then that, obviously, that penalty um, gets, you can guess, canceled out by, by that uh, Matthew Nye slashing. But the Leafs win this game. Um, the Leafs are currently outscoring them 10 to 9. They get it done. They win this game and uh, they're moving on to Tampa Bay with a split. And I, I, I want to quickly touch up on this um, in the press, in the, in the post game presser when, before we preview game three, I think it ties into game three, John Cooper. A lot of people were wondering, what is John Cooper going to say in the presser? And he said, he was asked the question about, you know, the Leafs capable, the Leafs can you are capable of putting down, you know, Matthews, Tavares and Ryan O'Reilly, you know, they have that, depth you could say um, of the center position and he said 
uh, the question was on the challenge of Toronto bumping O'Reilly to the third line. He said, "Give me Point, Shirelli, and Paul all day against nobody, any, against anybody in the league." And then he just quickly left shortly after that. So he's trying to boost up his team. But if you're Matthews, Tavares, O'Reilly, use that. Use that, Matthews. You know what? I'm gonna go and say it. He didn't score yet. I I truly believe he's gonna be the reason why. I I think I said on the group chat yesterday. I think the Leafs are gonna take both games on the road. I'm still sticking with Leafs in five. I think they're going to take both games on the road. Um, and I think Matthew's going to have a big part of it. I think he's going to really, really heat up here. He's going to take his game to the next level. All these guys are scoring around him. Well, you know what? They say Connor McDavid's held off the score sheet for two games. He's going to be really, really after these guys. He's not going to be one to held off the goal sheet for two games and, and potentially three. So he's going to go off. But uh, your thoughts, Dad, obviously on that whole you know, that, that presser and then previewing, you know, this next game tomorrow night uh, in Tampa Bay. Yeah, look, you know what? That's a veteran coach move, um, you know, uh, you, <laughs> for his players. Uh, you know, you, you've just gotten beaten, uh, you know, in, in the game. Um, and, uh, you know, he's got to say something like that. But, mm-hmm. and, and surprisingly, he, uh, I think they asked about Hedman and he he said something like, well, one player doesn't make a difference. Uh, I, I thought that was a little insulting to Hedman if we, if we look at it uh, because, you know, he's been your dominant guy back there uh, yeah. the whole season. And, you know, you shouldn't really say, you know, that, it, it, it just it, it seemed a little negative. Uh, you know, just uh, I'm sure, he, you know, he didn't, didn't feel that, uh, uh, you know, the coach saying that about him. I'm sure it wasn't mm-hmm. a good feeling, but... Uh, you know, so I was surprised that he actually said that because he usually says all the right things when it comes uh, it comes down to it. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, it, it, but as I said, he's a veteran coach and he, he always has all the right things. Yeah, and he he's one of the best. I think he's the best coach in the league. You know, he's just he's just a smart guy and how he thinks about the game. And another thing too is you know Hedman's health, but Anthony Shirelli. Um, he got hit by Matthews twice in that late late game, and and he was hobbling over the bench. He had his head down. I'm not sure what happened, but that I guess that's something to monitor. I guess, um, but he he should be okay. You know, I I think he's a guy that's definitely going to want to play. And Hedman too. You know, who knows about the severity of his injury? We'll see what happens for Game Three. But regardless, if these guys play, you are still the better team. I truly believe the Leafs are still the better team. I think the Leafs will win Game Three. And, you know, Tampa, they're going to be hurt. They're going to be beaten. They're going to give it their all. But I'm going to go with, I think I think the Leafs win in overtime on game four on Monday. I think Leafs win on game four in overtime. And I think they'll, they'll dominate game three tomorrow. I think it's going to be similar as what we saw today, uh, yesterday. Maybe not seven goals, but I think they'll dominate. Um, they're, they've got all the confidence going. You know, if, if these game results were flipped, hey, you know what? Leafs fans will probably be nervous going into game three. If, if they got spanked, like how they got spanked on game one, and they're flipped, you know, fans will be nervous. People will be like, oh, well, Tampa's got the, you know, the momentum heading into it. No. And people say, you know, there's no momentum in playoff games. Okay, fine. But the Leafs, what they just did, you got to believe that their confidence is sky high. And, you know, Tampa's like, okay, well, you know, we're, we're going to get back in this. We got home ice now. We got the split. But they're hurting. They're they're tired. Uh, they can't keep up with the speed and, and then everything. You know, you saw the Leafs were just 40 seconds in dominated it, it was that it was over after that first goal hoping for a big result and any last words obviously dad today uh we'll be back sunday to cover game three but two big games for the leafs obviously on the road 
a really big test for both teams, and it's going to be really, really exciting hockey. Yeah, I think you know the the game they played uh, last night. Um, I think you know that's 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 been our our game the whole season when we you know had success. Yeah, and uh, you know they went out and and you know uh, I mean that that second goal honestly you know it was just a fluke um, <laughs> that it went in uh, misjudgment on 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 the goalie's part, but mm-hmm. uh, otherwise it's a seven one game and and a very disciplined game that they played. And, uh, you know, as a team, as a fan, I'm, uh, you know, I'm very confident going into, you know, the third game. And uh, with all the injuries, with all these little things that are going on in Tampa, you can, you, you know, I, I'll be nervous, uh, you know, what's happening around them. So, uh, you know, I think uh, game three, I think they've got, uh, got in the bag. Obviously, game four, you know, they, obviously Tampa will push a little yep. bit harder, whatever, yep. but... I think there, there's too much skill, too much speed, uh, these guys. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I, I also think that uh, they'll be taking the next two. Yeah, I, I think they are. And Tampa had a closed-door meeting following the loss. Okay, you know what is expected. But um, another thing before we end things, this is a game that was seemingly put in the media as a must-win. And I love the fact of how they played. If this is a must-win game, you go into other games where you're down 3-2 in a series. If you're in the Stanley Cup Finals, you're down 2-0. You know what it takes now. This is a must-win, and this is how you respond to a team like these bullies, like the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are going to hate you. They're so – you know what? Tampa's such a great team. I I respect their team. They've, they're such winners, but they are dirty. <laughs> they're dirty. They know what it takes to win. They know how to play um, to win. And, and, you know, I thought the Leafs really, really showed – why this is different and we can do this. And I think that was this great statement win for the Leafs. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. Um, injuries aside, Leafs, I, I would assume are underdogs going into it because it is obviously home ice for Tampa, but both teams are great on the, on, on the um, home side of things. So let's see how Tampa does. But Samsonov, I thought we didn't touch up on him that much. He was great. Vasilevsky didn't want to get pulled from the game. So I think that's great for Samsonov too. You know, you even said it on the, on the game one coverage that he's a guy that owned up to it and he'll be back. And what did he do? He was back. Minus that one goal. Okay, whatever. But you know what? Your team gave you six. So at the time, so you were fine. But game three is tomorrow. We'll have that coverage for you guys on Sunday. And then Tuesday, we will have that coverage of game four for you guys. That's the episode list for the next uh, few days. It'll be games covering um and and yeah let's see what happens so we'll see you guys on sunday and then from sunday we'll see you guys on tuesday but thank you guys for listening it's a one one series for the least and the lightning let's see what happens tomorrow guys thanks for listening